Right. Planned Parenthood staffers were filmed and taken to the witness stand. So a California Planned Parenthood staffer identified as Doe number seven testified recently that she provided fetal tissue from the abortions she did at Planned Parenthood as a regular occurrence. And when asked if she had ever heard of STEM Express, Doe number seven said she had heard of cases in which STEM Express was involved and money was exchanged. STEM Express and Planned Parenthood North California are both under ongoing, under ongoing FBI and U.S. Department of Justice investigation for selling fetal organs and tissue against and I think, the law. I think it goes further than just tissue organs. I believe uh, I don't believe every abortion ends in the termination of the baby's life. I believe they're experimenting on on live babies. Now we're talking about fetal parts. We're talking baby parts. We're talking they're selling uh, probably to the highest bidder different parts of the, of, of the baby. They're probably experimenting on babies. They're probably doing all kinds of uh, uh, horrendous acts. All right, so STEM Express is a biotech firm known for its procurement of fetal body parts for research purposes. Melissa Fowler, vice president of external relations at the National Abortion Federation, claimed under oath that she does not know what a fetal tissue procurement organization is. Play on words. Even though she recognized STEM Express as a repeat NAF vendor. She recognizes that. Mm-hmm. Delayed and Merritt were charged, or are charged, with 15 counts of felony invasion of privacy and are accused of creating a fake biotech firm in order to pose as buyers interested in fetal tissue. So they're saying it's illegal, but you filmed us illegally, so there. The two activists used fake names to enter NAF meetings that were held in 2014 and 2015 to tape what happened. Prosecutors say the footage was obtained in an illegal manner, and the uh, NAF's exhibitor rules and regulations did not prohibit video recording. It didn't prohibit it? They could, they could record the proceedings? That's what it says. Through CMP, argue, though CMP argues that NAF's exhibitor rules and regulations did not prohibit video recording. So what did they do that was, that was so wrong? So what was revealed is the prosecution by the Attorney General is political in nature and built on a house of cards. Delated and Merritt's attorneys stress that California Democratic politicians like presidential candidate and Senator Kamala Harris and State Attorney General Xavier Becerra, both of whom are strongly supportive of abortion rights, are beholden to groups like Planned Parenthood in light of the sizable campaign contributions they have received from them. And that, 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 that's to their shame because then they're being controlled, I know, by the company based upon the, the, the size of the donation, and that is, it shouldn't be. They should actually make that illegal. Yes, <clears throat> the politicians now are being bought, so the big corporations, they have their hand in their pockets. And the thing is, <clears throat> like this, the name of the game in politics is like this, if you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. If you do something for me, 
I do something to get right. And, and and then you have the rich taking a controlling interest in the campaign process. Well, that's no different than with Walker. Remember when he was governor, and then the Koch brothers were giving him all this money, and then there was another woman who had uh, given him oodles of money, and then they have a say so right. in the law. And they shouldn't be. So anyway, only Delayden and Merrick have been uniquely subjected to the kind of aggressive prosecutorial action they are facing. Attendees, speakers, and exhibitors at the NAF meetings had all reportedly signed confidentiality agreements prohibiting them from sharing details about the conference to anyone not in attendance, Courthouse News reported. Well, I, it doesn't seem like they reported on the conference. They're reporting on people who are casually talking about their dealings with a company that's harvesting the organs and the tissues and the skin of babies. So I don't think they're reporting on the conference at all. They're reporting on the illegal activity of the participants right. in the conference. The doctors, yes. the clinicians. Uh, right. Planned Parenthood is getting exposed. Right. Mm -hmm. So outside of the courtroom, Delayden's attorney, Peter Breen, said California's penal, penal code enacted under the California Invasion of Privacy Act excludes any conversation that can be reasonably overheard or recorded. None of the content was confidential, Green said, adding that his client should be covered by the state's shield laws, which protects undercover investigative journalists. During the proceedings, Green cross-examined Doe number 7, asking her if she had has performed any violent acts. And the witness was apparently confused by the question. He elaborated in a subsequent interview that selling fetal tissue from a patient who did not consent to such a sale constitutes medical battery. If a person taping has a reasonable belief that they're collecting evidence related to violent felonies, they're okay, he explained, noting that if you can get any counts thrown out, it's a win. Following the hearing, Delayden said in a statement, the first day of testimony confirmed what we have been all saying all along. This is a biased attack on First Amendment civil rights and a pol political prosecution to shield Planned Parenthood from accountability for their crimes against women and children. This is strange. It really is. I think they need to be exposed. And it's like the Bible verse said, uh, what's done in secret is going to be all out there in the right. morning. Put out the hope. What's said in the dark going to come into the light. What's said in secret going to be shouted among the rooftops. Right. So, I mean, just because they, they've been exposed, that shouldn't subject people who expose them. It's almost like, it's like suppressing freedom of, of the press because then the person will be afraid to expose someone because they'll say, well, you obtain information, you know, without their knowledge. What criminal, like the Bible says, the stronger knew what time the thief was going to break into the house, they would stay at home. What mm -hmm. criminal is going to say, yeah, oh yeah, you can record us. <laughs> so further on in the hearing, Doe number three, identified by CMP as a famous third trimester abortion doctor, claimed that she did not remember STEM Express. But when questioned further, she acknowledged that workers from a procurement company that resold fetal organs and tissues made visits to Planned Parenthood Mar Monte Clinic where she worked 
in Fresno, California. And I believe it's a very lucrative business. I don't think it's like uh, nickels and dimes. I think that they're making money. Hand over fist, millions, millions of dollars. Yeah, especially considering the uh, number of abortions, number of babies that are killed, and there's little or no oversight. So the hearing was expected to last nine days, after which a state judge would determine whether Bacara's case would go to trial. I failed to research the outcome of that trial, but I'll have to do that another time. So anyway, as promised, we're going to talk about evangelist and Jesus after who slams fake news in Kenya claiming that he is the second coming of Christ. It's a good thing he, he slammed it, and, you know, because you know what happened to uh, Herod when he took the praises of men when they said it's not the voice of a man, it's the voice of God. And he took that credit, and the Lord sent an angel swarming with worms, and that's what he died from. Mm, so this article came from the Christian Post, and it said evangelist Michael Job, an actor who plays Jesus at the Christian-themed amusement park, the Holy Land Experience in Orlando, Florida, shut down rumors he was the second coming of Christ during a recent visit to Kenya. His acting fame increased Job's desire to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ with the world. He is now an ordained minister who runs Jesus Loves You Evangelic Evangelistic Ministries and travels the world sharing about Jesus. So while on his latest crusade in Kenya, media outlets just like Trump says, right. media outlets and locals began using his photos while in costume claiming Jesus visits Kenya. However, the posts of Job dressed as a mock Jesus for various plays he was performing went viral and pe people quickly started accusing the minister of being an imposter, a false prophet. Some even claimed that Job died of pneumonia days after claiming to be Christ. But all those reports are false. Job decided to go on social media while still in Africa to clear all the rumors and set the record straight. He even told the Christian Post in a brief comment that hundreds of children are getting saved every day while on the mission field. On his own Facebook page, Job clarified that he was in Kenya for a nine-day crusade where many people were saved and healed. The evangelist is reportedly still in Kenya preaching in schools and some people known as internet trolls have made false reports about me claiming to be Jesus. Jesus' second coming starting in Kenya, me being found and worshipped in churches, and me being deported with pastors from the country, he wrote. And he said all of which are fake news. Right. And then the sad thing is that there are those who would rather believe the fake news, you know, even if you tell them the truth. They wouldn't necessarily believe it because the people prefer the lie. Right, and that's what he said. His visit and the false accusation even became a trending topic on social media in Africa. But nevertheless, Joe wanted to continue to direct people's attention back to what really matters during his visit. And that's that many students surrendered their lives to Jesus and we are going to be, we are going to the next school now. He said, thank you for praying for us. Please do not pay any attention to the fake news or any attention to the media publications of which posted these things. Event organizers also took to social media to set the record straight. But I guess Trump is right. You know, media 
and fake news is what it's about. So moving on, Kirk Franklin is, uh, you know, the Grammy Award-winning gospel artist right. is getting the biopic treatment. A film about the performer's rise to fame is being produced mm. by former mm. Sony Pictures executive Devon Franklin. The film will explore the gospel star's early life in his hometown of Fort Worth, Texas, and his experiences in the music industry. The 14-time Grammy winner is backing the project and will serve as an executive producer through his entertainment label, which is... Folio Soul Entertainment. Thank you, because <laughs> I would have slaughtered that. <laughs> the song singer-songwriter released his debut studio album, titled Kirk Franklin and the Family in 1993. In May 2019, he released Long Live Love, his 12th album. Known as the King of Urban Gospel, Franklin also hosts the BET Music Competition Series, yes. Sunday Best, Funny. Urban Gospel, which may help to make Leandria Johnson a star. Urban Gospel. It should be just gospel. Right, urban gospel. Urban, like it's separation by race. Black, like separation by race. Yes, I mean it's all to give God the praise. What in the world are people doing now? Yeah, you got your urban, you got your contemporary. It's like you can just see the separation by right. race. Yeah, it should be upon. by race. Right, should be just the Cold church. Words. Should be just the church and just gospel. Yes. Well, this uh, article is comes from. Urban Hollywood 411. <laughs> and it previously reported there's a made-for-TV movie in the works on the Clark Sisters. The authorized lifetime biopic titled Clark Sisters, The First Ladies of Gospel, will detail their journey from humble beginnings in Detroit to become one of the best-selling gospel groups in the world. The original film will feature recordings of the Clark Sisters' music. And you can expect it to come out in 2020. It doesn't say what month, just sometime next year. Okay. Now, this is a terrible article. I found this on kristenheadlines.com. And, you know, people should continue on a daily basis to pray for those that are persecuted in other countries. We have a good here in yes, our country. Yes, we do. God has blessed us. But this article, and this is a very recent article at the end of September, it says, in a meeting with the Nation, United Nations Human Rights Council, a member of the China Tribunal testified that the Chinese government is actively harvesting organs from persecuted persons in the country. Now, that sentence all by itself is like, you assume that they're persecuted to the point where they die, and then they harvest the organs. Well, um... I, I don't think that's so. According to the Business Insider of the China Tribunal, an independent nonprofit human rights charity that is investigating the mass, har mass harvesting claimed that the government is collecting hearts, kidneys, lungs, and skin from members of banned and persecuted religious groups, including, and please forgive me for not pronouncing this correctly, it's Uyghur, U-I-G-H-U-R Muslims, and members of the Falun, F-A-L-U-N, Gong religious group. Forced organ harvesting from prisoners of conscience, including 
religious minorities of those two groups I just mentioned has been committed for years throughout China on a significant scale. The Human Rights Council was in, uh, implored by a lawyer with the China Tribunal to bring an end to the forced harvesting, harvesting of marginalized people, calling it one of the worst mass atrocities of the century. Yes, because it's almost like they're trying to exterminate them, but they want to profit by the extermination in the process. They, they want to harvest the organs because it is big business. And I can just imagine they're probably shipping organs all over the world, you know, for a price. Now this is, this is the worst. According to the final report, the group was able to collect evidence that thousands were cut open while still alive right. for their kidneys, livers, hearts, lungs, cornea, and skin to be removed and turned into commodities for sale. Can you imagine? Right, and you know what? I, I remember this person uh, not signing the back of uh, their license for becoming a uh, donor because you basically have to be alive. You know, I mean, they don't want to harvest your organs really after you're dead. So they were so afraid that instead of trying to save them, if they were a donor, that they would just slowly, you know, let them die so they could harvest the organs. So they would never volunteer to be a donor because of that. And so I don't, and China's just more open with it. I can only imagine what we do here. I'm speechless. Doctors killed those innocent people simply because they pursued truthfulness, compassion, and forbearance and lived lives of healthy exercise and meditation that was seen as dangerous to the interests and objectives of the totalitarian state of the People's Republic of China. Yeah, but, you know, if it hadn't been bad, it would have been, been something else because, you know, it's China basically has a very, I don't know, crude regard for life. It's just not precious to them. They have so many people until life is cheap. And if they hadn't singled them out for a religious reason, they would have singled them out for something else. And because it's big business. And you can just imagine there's going to be somebody in that society who they consider to be expendable. And just happens to happen to be this particular religious minority right now. Obviously, you know, the, the Chinese government has denied any and all participation in organ trafficking. Mm -hmm. You might expect them to deny it right. anyway. Right, right. Oh, yes, yes, we do that. But you know what? We live, we are so blessed to live where we are. Yes. And we're so desensitized by what we see on TV. I don't care if it's just a car accident or if it's a, or if what we see overseas or in another country or... Um, persecution or torture or war or whatever, we're desensitized. We can look at it and then say, oh, go on to the next program or go read right. a book or go cook your dinner. Yes. You know, it, it, it just doesn't, we don't stop and think. And right. what we need to do is step up our prayer lives right. to pray for not just the people who are tormented and persecuted, in other countries, but we need to pray for our own country, right? Because we just are a confused nation. Yes, we are. We just don't know what's uh, we we've strayed so far from the Word of God 
that we whatever we think we just go ahead and do whatever we feel like we go right. ahead and do there are no morals there's no no standards killing day like after day yes. after day here and and people just don't it, i mean that's no different than in china yeah, the lord said it was so much blood until it melted the mountain have you seen a mountain to you know you said so much until there's just no way and we can even pretend that we haven't uh, affected innocence. Yeah, and it also reminds me of a scripture in Zephaniah 1 and 6 where he was talking about how people have turned back from the Lord and they don't even want to inquire of the Lord. Right. They don't want to hear it. Well, that's the truth. That's where we are. Yes. They don't care. Here's an article just to show how confused we are. This came from ChristianHeadlines.com as well. It's a British court that ruled um, last week that a transgender man, <laughs> wait before you start laughing, a transgender man who gave birth after having a partial <laughs> gender reassignment surgery must be listed as the mother and not the father of the child's birth certificate. So, Freddie McConnell was born a female but began self-identifying as a male during adulthood. McConnell started taking testosterone at the age of 25 and then had a mastectomy. McConnell then stopped taking testosterone, during which time the transgender man became pregnant, you might as well say the woman became pregnant, using sperm from a donor. McConnell then wanted to be listed as the child's father it's, on the birth certificate, but was told by the registrar that British law would not permit it. So recently, Judge Andrew McFarlane of the High Court of Justice agreed with the current law and ruled McConnell must be listed as the mother. Yes. There so. is a material difference between a person's gender and their status as a parent, <laughs> says the judge. Yes. Being a mother, whilst hitherto always associated with being female, is the status afforded to a person who undergoes the physical and biological process of carrying a pregnancy and giving birth. Right. It is now medically and legally possible for an individual whose gender is recognized in law as male to become pregnant and give birth to their child, the judge said. <laughs> While the person's gender is, is male, their parental status, which derives from their biological role in giving birth, is that of mother. Right, which is really so ignorant because if the person is giving birth, and then they want to be listed as the father. But by, you gotta stop. By all, by all, all, all common sense will tell you that if you're so interested in becoming a man and you want to be recognized as a man, the last thing that you can do is give birth. Because, or should want to. Right. I'm just glad that the judge had sense enough to see that because uh, if he was anybody else, they probably would have gave that person a pass and said, oh, okay, you're fine. You can be listed as the mother, but right. he was like, the judge was like, you may fool others, but you're not going to fool me. Right. The law says that if you are carrying uh, a, a child and you're pregnant and you give birth to that child, you're female. Now, if you go through all this testosterone to appear to be, because evidently if you stopped taking the testosterone and you reverted to being uh, what you really are, 
and not what you appear to be. You're a woman, and then you give birth. If you claim that you're a man, then you can't give birth. You can impregnate, but you can't become pregnant. You're living a lie, period. Yes. I mean, you're only a man because you're taking the drugs to make you look like a man. That doesn't change how God made you. That has nothing to do. Now, I've got articles that are just so silly to me. I'm sorry. Anybody listening who doesn't agree, I'm sorry. I'm entitled to my opinion. It just doesn't make any sense to me. So now I, 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 I'm glad this judge did what he did. However, McConnell did say he was going to appeal, oh, and, going to appeal it. Okay. and he says, I'm saddened by the court's decision not to allow trans men to be recorded as father or parent on the child's birth certificates. I hear this well, decision okay. has well, distressing she, implications well, well, she should do for is many put, kinds put of down as father and mother. <laughs> I think the judge would allow it, and that would be just, would be just as silly. <laughs> That would be just as silly. Anyway, if she, if she was a man, why does she need someone else's sperm? We're going to continue she that. She use her own sperm to fertilize her own egg, and then she could be father and mother. Yes. Praise the Lord. Now let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. Today's verse of the day comes from Matthew 5 and 48. Be ye therefore perfect, even as your Father which is in heaven is perfect. Now, ain't God all right? God is all right. Praise the Lord. Last week's food for thought is what is was what is the difference in the sleeping habits of a laboring man and a rich man? And the answer is a laboring man's sleep is sweet. A rich man can't sleep. You can find the answer in Ecclesiastes chapter 5, verse 12, which reads, The sleep of a laboring man is sweet. Whether he eat little or much, but the abundance of the rich will not suffer him to sleep. This week's food for thought is, what causes much sorrow and grief? Hint, the Bible. And that's food for thought.